Hi there, Celeste here, and welcome to I Support That, a podcast for anyone who's tired of running the race that is their everyday lives. This is for people who need to regroup, rethink, and figure out what the heck they're going to do next. Okay, guys, I am on the struggle bus. Excuse me. Big time. I am in the parking lot because I will be out of town for work, and I definitely had to get this out as promised. So no drink again, because I'm in the parking lot. I do need some water desperately. Um, I don't know what's going on with our environment, excuse me, but our air is super dry. Um, so I'm having a lot of coughing fits, but we're just going to hop right into it. Okay. This riverboat fiasco. So if anybody has managed to somehow not hear what had, what went on, Montgomery, Alabama, there was a fight down at the uh, waterfront. So um, in a nutshell, what happened is the captain of the riverboat needed to dock. There was a pontoon boat and the people in that boat were parked where the riverboat normally pulls in, where they have the ramp to let the people off who are riding the boat. Well, the captain gets on the loudspeaker, asking the people to move, telling them they can't be there, you know, telling them he's going to call the cops if they don't move. The people kind of, you know, say F you, they flick them off, and then they end up leaving. So the captain thinks that these people have abandoned their boat, basically, that they're not coming back, they're not moving. And the co-captain, which is who got into the altercation... The co-captain is on the shore and he is trying to move the boat, you know, cut it, like move it loose, move it up, get it, get it in a position where it is away or out of the way enough where the captain can pull the riverboat to dock so the people can get off the boat. Well, during the course of the co-captain doing all of this, the people who whose boat it is or and who were passengers on the boat come back and that's kind of where most of the videos that we have seen online start well you know it it looks like there were you know an argument then it kind of calmed down and then one person just out of nowhere does like this running superman punch and then all of a sudden it looks like people are trying to break it up and then those people just start fighting and then there was a, a younger a younger dock worker there and then the dock worker who was actually on the river boat which is the one that everybody ha- has been calling like Aquaman and uh and Scuba Gooden Jr. so that young dock worker was actually on the uh, on the river boat out in the water he jumps into the water and swims over to help the co-captain out so excuse me, a lot of stuff is going on here. And what is kind of bothersome? Now, of course, you know, these, these people, a lot of people were arrested. These people were saying a bunch of, you know, racial slurs and um, nothing that they did and nothing that they said rose to the level of a hate crime. So they, they made that very clear kind of in the aftermath and, on the, on the news. And I know that I had, let me kind of backtrack. I know I don't usually cover kind of current events, but 
we're going to, we're going to cover a current ish event. And, um, next week we're going to do something kind of similar just cause I have got, that's something personal and I have got to get that off my chest or I'm going to explode. And I'll go into that a little bit next week. Well, I'll go into it more next week, but <clears throat> the issue that I have with this whole thing is I, I have just the, I guess not even the way that the media covered it, the way that a lot of like online opinions went, you know, um, I never thought that something so cut and dry to me would have been so racially like divisive in a way that people who were more conservative were, you know, yelling and screaming about women getting hit. And I was always taught as a person, don't put my hands on someone if I don't want them to put their hands on me. You know, now I have two brothers. Both of my brothers are younger than me. Both of my brothers tower over me. I have never been in a physical fight with any of my brothers. My brothers have never hit me. I have never hit them. That's just not something that we we did in my in my household. However, I have never I've never thought about hitting my brother. I have an older sister. Me and my sister have been in one physical fight. And that one physical fight was because my sister couldn't control her emotions at the time and hit me. And I didn't even hit my sister because you don't put your hands on people. That's not what I that's not what I grew up being taught is you do not put your hands on somebody whether it's a boy whether it's a girl whether it's a man you or a woman you do not put your hands on people and if you choose to put your hands on someone be prepared to get hit back it doesn't matter if you are if you're going to swing on somebody they have the right to swing back you don't get a free pass just because you're a girl so <clears throat> i keep my hands to myself Unless somebody hits me. That is that is my rule. So it it is just asinine to me to think that you're just supposed to get wailed on and beat up and scratched because you're a man when other men are fighting you and then you have women jumping in and then you look at you look at that video and most of the time they were pushing these women away. When they realized or if they looked and they saw something like, you know, a light colored outfit or the lady in the teal or the red, they were pushing these women away. So they weren't even like, you know, full on beating it up. Now, the the guy with the chair, like, okay, guys, <coughs> excuse me, I'm, gonna, I'm trying not to. Ooh, he he was just all types of reckless. OK, that brother aside. Everybody else was really just pushing people away. But then the girl was on the boat and then jumped off the boat to come jump in the fraying. You thought you weren't going to get hit. I'm sorry. You can't come up behind people. And, and then the same people talking about the women not, you know, the women hitting them or the men hitting the women. <clears throat> they didn't have anything to say when it was people of another race choking the black women. Then it, nobody mentioned that. So it just, the, the crazy things that people t- want to see, 
you know, just say it was all wrong. Just say, hey, how, how entitled can you be that you, this is this person's job to dock this boat? The captain got on. You were, you were at your boat. They asked you not to do it. They advised you of the rules. You flipped them off and did what you were going to do anyway. And then instead of then moving your boat, one of your buddies decides to physically fight this man and then nobody can break it up. There were like four or five of them and this one man and no, nobody could pull this guy off of him before it got, before it got that bad. Now, is it their responsibility? No, but you know, your friend's a loose cannon. When I go out with certain, with certain friends of mine, I know who I can go out with and who I can't. I know when some, when some of my friends get drunk, who's going to get crazy and who's not, you know, that's not the first time they've been drunk together. That's not the first time, you know, who you can take places, who has home training, who's going to show their tail and who's not. And if you know that your friend's liable to show their tail, what, when it started getting heated, you should have backed up and controlled your friend because your friend now got charges pressed against you. And then people are saying, well, why does it have to be about race? I didn't hear any, anybody making it about race until the N word was thrown. Now I saw a lot of people celebrating saying, Hey, you like you jumped this man. And then other people jumped in and said, you're, you're not going to do him like that. Now I will say that I have noticed in the black community, there is a, there is more of a sense of camaraderie. And so maybe that's where, maybe that's where that perception comes from. That even if race isn't directly spoken about, if you see, you know, another black person on the street, you do the head nod thing, you know, there's just a sense of, of acknowledgement between black people in certain communities anyway. I can't speak for, I can't speak for all black people. I will just say in certain communities. So maybe, maybe that's noticed amongst other races and, and it's picked up on and it's not really take, nobody takes offense to it unless it's in situations like this where they weren't just going to let him get beat up, but they were perfectly fine stomping the life out of him because nobody was going to stop. So you would have had a murder on, on the Montgomery riverfront. And that would have been a whole different story. But we always talk about how come nobody steps in? How come people just film it? Like the person on the subway who assaulted that lady, how come nobody stepped in? You know, everybody just whips out their phones and, and watches things happen. And nobody is a good Samaritan. And then when you have people say, you're not, you are not going to have five people or four people against one person. I'm going to defend this innocent person. Who cares if they happen to be the same skin color? Now, all of a sudden, it's a brawl and it's a riot and it's this and it's that. No. It was somebody else standing up for another human being. And it it's bothersome that any time, and I'm not going to say any time, but a lot of time in situations where you have alcohol and you have um, these kind of 
you know, um, white against black or, you know, white against this, you know, Asian or, or some kind of racial division, you have people just throwing around these racial slurs. And I'm really sick of it, guys. Like, I can't be any more candid than this. If your first inclination, when you've had a few sips of wine or a couple shots of whatever, or when you get mad at somebody of another race, is to call them whatever racial slur is popular with, with you know, or associated with that race, you're a racist. And to say when you're sober, oh, I acted out of character, you know, I would never, I don't think like that. No, you do think like that. And that's an issue. I'm black and I don't say the N-word. And I don't know anybody that says the N-word. Because the N-word that I hear black people say and the N-word that I hear white people say to degrade black people are two different words. So let's go ahead and get that out there. I'm so tired of people saying, well, black people say the same. No, I've never heard a black person call another black person something that ends in an ER. And I understand that even even the other word is not the best word to call people, but it's a different it has a different connotation and it's a different word. Now, I use none of these words. Let me go ahead and, and for the record, say that. However, why when a why when a a person of a different race chooses to say that word. It's always a, it's always the derogatory hard ER. Why? It's not the same word that's in the rap songs that everybody claims they can't sing. So it's, it's very bothersome. Um, and then this whole thing happens, this whole divisiveness happens online. And then you have people kind of like taking party lines, you know, I agree with this person. I agree with that person. Now I will say the memes were top freaking notch. I mean, excuse me. I love the just us league. I loved, I loved it. Thought it was hilarious. I love the chair memes, even though I, you know, that, that was not, you know, that lady like her neck snaps when I found out she was okay. It was a little bit funnier. Um, but she was on the floor. Like she was obviously like, you know, the old school cartoons where you see like, you know, little Tweety birds flying around her head. Like she was done so. And he just hit her. And the cops like, now I got to arrest you. Like there's, I have to put you in cuffs. So <clears throat> I definitely think that some things, um, you know, some things happened there that, uh, that were a, a lesson. It was, it went, it went beyond. It was like, Hey, we're going to, we're not going to just defend. We're going to, we're going to end it. We're going to put a period on this sentence in case there was any doubt about what decisions you guys made here today. And if they were wrong and if you could get away with them in the future, like we're going to go ahead and put a period on it. And that's what it is. And I mean, I, I, I can't feel bad for not feeling bad about it. You know, when, when people, when people rob banks and something happens during the course of them committing a crime, everything that happens is that person's fault. If somebody has a heart attack, well, now you're, now you're going away for murder, you know? So when you're doing something dumb and stupid and breaking the law, 
or you are having, you know, you're making a bad decision or you're assaulting someone and jumping someone. Well, now everything that happened as a result of the course of your poor decision, I kind of feel like it's their fault. Like, I just, I know it's not really apples to apples, but I feel like, listen, you set this whole chain of events in motion and this is cause and effect. And then they later went to the hospital and this is allegedly because I, I don't know, I didn't check the source, but allegedly they went to the hospital and then there was an issue with the color of the people that were treating them. And so I, I just feel like, look, it's 2023. Um, I'm sure there are places in the world that don't have a lot of diversity and you're more than welcome to leave America if you just want to be around all people that look like you. That's all I'm going to say. Stop telling people to go back to their country and you go find a country of people that just look like you. Because that's such an un-American thing to say is you, you don't belong here. No, no, we American is America's melting pot. Like we we all belong here. You're the one who can't get along with people without calling them out their names. So that's what I have to say about that. I'm glad the dock workers did not lose their jobs. If you guys noticed, a lot of people, um, it looked like who were kind of involved, it looked like they were just defending their coworker. Um, they were in the, the blue shirts and the khaki pants. A lot of them looked like they were just the people who worked at the dock and they were just, you know, um, coworkers. Now, when that boat finally got, got pulled into the, pulled into shore, it looked like it was kind of on with some of the passengers and people were just fighting just for the sake of fighting, but for the most part, it looked like it was people coming to the aid of their fellow coworker. And I will say this, if one of my coworkers, um, especially at my previous job, was in a situation where she or and I, I'm thinking of one person in particular, and she's not she's not old by any means, but she's you know, she was our office mama and I love her dearly. And if anything were to happen to her where somebody was being just disrespectful or put their hands on her, I I would I would in a heartbeat go defend her. So you work with people, they become your family and you develop a, a respect for them and a love for them and a bond for them. And it doesn't matter if they all happen to be the same color. Um, if they, they're all coworkers, if they were, and they probably maybe all live in the, and maybe they all live in the same area. Maybe they, I don't know, but they, they all just happen to be the same color. I don't know what the demographic is in, in Montgomery, um, where they work or, or where they live or, or how, how that city is set up there. I do know there, there's some racial tensions there, but <clears throat> I mean, if this, like I said, if the same thing were to happen with my coworkers or somebody that I care for, it would be on too. So I think you guys, I think it's, people should have paid more attention to uh, who was fighting and not the color of their skin. Cause if you looked, it, it seemed like it was more about coworkers defending one of their own. And the first people that jumped in the brawl, um, it, it seemed more about the first guy on the scene was somebody who looked like he was just defending somebody who uh, was getting jumped. And then the second young man on the scene was an, a, another young worker who I think he got hit in the stomach and he, he was a, a white kid and he got hit in the stomach. And then you had the, uh, the black kid who swam uh, from the riverboat to the shore. So 
those first three people, if I'm remembering correctly, one was just like, this is not going down. I'm helping. And two were people that worked with him. And then, like I said, you'll see the flood of the blue and khaki. And I'm, I'm glad that they kept their job. It's, it's a shame that people just kind of made it about, you know, black people just wanting to beat up white people. It's a shame that it, that people kind of looked at it through that lens or made it about black men just wanting to beat up white women because that's not what it looked like to me. And I, I denounce that. That's not, that's not what it's about. I've never, I've known lots of black men in my life. Like I said, my, my dad's a black man. My brothers are black men and I, they're not women beaters at all. So I think that was just a disgusting narrative to try to um, shift blame from the people that blame was due people, those four or three or four or five, however many they were, um, men and, and those women who made really poor decisions and they just happened to be white. Doesn't, they didn't make poor decisions because they're white. They just, they were entitled and they made really bad decisions and they happened to be white. So let's stop putting the race in there. Now, when they started calling the N word, they obviously indicated that they had a problem with other people's races but they, you know, but their race should not be a factor because I don't believe that they got ha- they got beat up because of their race. If they were black people jumping that black man, I'm pretty sure somebody else still would have jumped in. And I'm sure that those co-workers would have jumped in as well. I think it was just the principle of the matter. So that those are my opinions on it. That's kind of what I have to say. I think that the, the unity, though, I, I heard several kind of feel-good stories that came out of it, uh, like a bunch of gangs kind of did like a ceasefire. A lot of people from the community came together and, and um, raised, you know, raised some money for uh, legal fees. Uh, Stephanie Mills, I heard, kind of um, agreed to like organize a concert to pay for legal fees. So I heard some some really nice charitable efforts came out of it and... I like, I like hearing that. I like hearing people kind of bond together and band together for the greater good of community. And if your community looks one way, then your community looks one way. And that's, it is what it is. But I, I really like the, the, the bigger cause and people getting together to try to get something done and, and having a ceasefire with all the other differences. <coughs> excuse me, um, that just kind of make, you know, putting aside everything else. So I really like that. I, I want, I would love to be able to apply that to, to other things, you know, kind of, you know, getting bigger, bigger issues taken care of and being on one accord, um, in other ways. And, and I think that it, these moments where that humanity can, can have these glimpses of peace or, you know, where we can just be united against something that we can all agree is evil at the moment. So jumping an innocent person is evil. Um, thank God nobody had, you know, nobody, if they had a gun, nobody used a gun, nobody brought out knives. It was just a, like a good old fashioned fish fist fight, you know? Um, and so it, it, it could have been a lot worse, but it, it kind of reminded me of um, kind of like a simpler time. So um, I'm not going to glorify it. I'm not going to say that it was, you know, it, it, it was a moment in time. And 
though, I mean, those are kind of my thoughts. I don't want to, I don't want to ramble, but, uh, those are my thoughts on it, guys. Don't jump people. Okay. Uh, if you have to fight someone, fight them one-on-one, your friends shouldn't, shouldn't jump in it, even if you're losing. Okay. Uh, get over it. And, uh, that's it. That's all I have. All right, well, uh, I'm Celeste. This is I Support That, and that is my opinion on um, what happened in Montgomery. Um, I do love the memes that came out of it. I think, well, I'm not going to say I love them, but I think they were hilarious. So uh, there we go, This the sweet tea party, I think they were calling it. So that's my two cents. I uh, hope it was worth the wait, guys. I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, if you want to hear... Uh, a particular topic, please go ahead, send me an email. I will put it in the description of the uh, episode. And uh, thank you all for listening. All right, take care.